We were at the parking lot now, so I angled toward my truck. Something caught my jacket and yanked me back half a step. Where are you going? She asked, surprised. Her little hand had a fistful of my jacket. She didn't look like she'd ever planted her feet. For a second, I couldn't answer. She denied being a superhero, but my mind couldn't seem to frame it any other way. It was like Supergirl had left her cape at home. week another turn around this sun sherlock holmes doesn't know about that we learned that sherlock holmes canonically not just in the in the re in the you know the tv show doesn't know that we're watching bbc sherlock they'll never they'll never know the fact that he doesn't know well i wanted to give context to why we're talking about it there is no look there's no context we can give to justify why we turned on BBC Sherlock to well, our audience. I've never seen it. That's so true. So this is just a fun thing for me. A romp down someone else's memory lane. Exactly. Um and as Maggie said it's the perfect show exactly what she was looking for. I think it it's honestly quote is. word for word what you said the other day. Um it is absolutely terrible. But it's like Kind of fun to watch. In content, not very good. Yeah. And it's also... The idea that so much information is on the screen, but not in an artful way. It's just like bullet point lists of the plot (laughs) going by the screen. Yeah, there's no art to its storytelling, which is the most frustrating thing. And it's also an hour and a half of it, of like sound effects and like camera click and shutters. It's like watching National Treasure. But National Treasure is um the the entire movie is the length of one episode That's what of I'm Sherlock. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> and it has uh twists and turns. That's true. We also did watch National Treasure. Yeah. Which you have to do every three months in this house. We also have been watching like a lot of SVU. Yeah. So basically we're in the mood to solve mysteries. The biggest mystery? Why did Stephanie Meyer Write a gender-swapped book. book. Well, we already answered that last pod. Uh, This is the segment of our podcast where we uh, remind you that we're doing a podcast about life and death. A real book that Stephanie Meyer really wrote and really published. Well, wrote is generous. It's more find and replace in Microsoft Word, his to her. Etc. Regardless, it got published. It did. It's a real book, a real actual book that is just Twilight gender swap. It's in our hands, and it's longer. Don't forget, it's like 20% longer than No, Twilight. it's like 30 words longer. No, I remember it was like thousands of... Someone do the math and roll the tapes from the last episode. It was not... Oh, it wasn't 20% I'm, It feels 20% longer, even though I've already read this story <laughs> once before. It took me sittings to get through this All I chunk. All I know is that I'm enjoying it um, it's like sort of going back to the beginning of our pod. It's been so long since we read Twilight. I kind of, here's my hottest take while reading this. I kind of wish we were just reading Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Um, I think Janine needs to cough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't tell if she had to, if she was giggling. It's because she's drinking so much wine and eating so much fun dip. And you think that's a joke? It's not. It's like we have, um, a, a substance dependent toddler yeah. who lives with us. Uh. Um, <laughs> oh. What? Cheers. Oh, I just said, yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, this is Edward as a Vampire Twilight podcast. My name's Chris. I'm Team. I don't even know who I ship in these anymore. I don't know their names. Yes, you do. Barely. So you ch- you now do you still want no I don't to be gay yeah do you want to ship Charlie and Corinne no it would be Carly yeah I or don't want that Charin no I wanted to be um Charlie and what's the dad's name I don't have any idea yeah who, like Edmund oh, oh it was like it was like um uh it was like Frank or, no 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 it's oh, hard ooh, it's like e e it's like yeah, Edgar Edgar or like Edmunder. I, I know where to find it. It's on the last page that we read this thunk. That's very good. Um, my last guess is that it's um it's like a farmer's name. It's like a farmer's Eustace. 
Uh, <laughs> e names. What about um, Emerald? Uh, no, not, it's not that. Emerald. It could be, could be, could be. Other e names. Elon. Hey, welcome to the Ernest. News. Ernest. See, I was close. Yeah. Uh, farmer. So Ernest, you want Charlie and Ernest. Yeah. So you want Charnest. Charnest. Or Ernie. 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 I'm, okay, I'm team Ernie. And I'm team, uh, I don't know. Alice doesn't exist anymore. No. I guess I'm like Edith and Bella. Yeah, from the other from the universe. other books. So why I'm not? Why not the the what about Adela. what about um not Rosalie? Not who's the Emmett, but now a girl vampire who's like oh butch this butch this shot putter. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know Royal. No, that's Rosalie's boy. Is this good content? I don't know. Listener? <laughs> I just want I I want the listeners to know that this is what's going through our heads when we're reading it. It's We're impossible like, to read. Which one is this? And then eventually, like in the middle of a scene, you're okay. It's not even, the problem is not Edith and Poe. Those are pretty no. easy to get because they seem different. Down, enough. they do seem different enough. Yeah. Everyone else, confusing. It's a it's just a wash of general characters, which it's doesn't get so better. This weird chapter. to have boy Alice. I really can't explain that. Uh, do you think he's going to be just as graceful? I hope he's just as like Fay. Yeah, <laughs> is how I would describe this character. Um, the names don't get better because we go to La Push Beach later with all the teens, and they all, and two of them are named Jeremy. <laughs> Stephanie straight up says another person named Jeremy is here. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Unnecessary. Got, Stephanie, you picked the name. Even I, I look. I can, I don't have the facts to back this up, but I think even the Bible doesn't put two people the same name I'm in the same sure scene. That, I'm sure that there are two Pauls in the Bible. Yeah, but do two they meet? Johns. Do two Johns ever meet in the yeah, woods? Yeah, I bet that the I bet that John and a John meet. Well, that's an SVU episode. You've if watched a John and a John meet, meet in the, the woods, woods, does a sex worker take home? <laughs> what, are, what? What? Chris? <laughs> the bacon. Mm. Okay. Because you know Johns are. Yeah. No, I got that yeah. part. What about Marks? You know how, like, you're like a con artist, you know, you're a mark. Oh, sure. What other men's names are Let's also? Let's stop just making weird Bible Bible names into colloquialisms. Well, welcome to the English language and Western I'm lit. Just, I'm just bored by it, you know? Well, okay, we're going to take a really boring or a really fun break to make it go down a slide a few times. Slip and slides. I used to get a slip and slide almost every year for my birthday because it's like May and that's, a, that's the time for slip and slides. Why not just use the one that you have? It's made well, of indestructible plastic. Well, they always break. Oh, How? are you kidding? Slip and slides always pop. You get like one pop. or two good uses out of a slip and slide before it's done. What pops? It's a tarp. Yeah, but it's sitting on like rocks and sticks. And I forgot you, it's grew, like I forgot you grew up stuff. on Mars. I forgot you grew up on Mars. Oh, yeah. All the sticks that are on Mars. Yeah. when we when Sticks are made out of trees, Chris. Trees don't grow on Mars. Well, sticks and stones may break my Mars. But mommy never hurt me. Good. Thanks for checking in. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay, this is either Price is Right or that other song. Um, I am sad that we didn't get to La Bella Italian this Chunk. I thought we were going to, but I forgot about this stupid dance. It takes a long time. But no, for, it's next one. I well, I mean, we got to. Well, you're ready to talk about what happened this time? Yeah. Did you forget about Sparkle Notes? Absolutely. I did. Yeah. Uh huh. I thought this is a new intro. Usually you're hot on it. Okay. This is Sparkle Notes. Welcome oh. to the part where we recap. Wow. So, first, it was we were back in Forks. <laughs> so, okay. Step one. And. Uh, the crash had just happened, so everyone's really worried about Bo. And we're not talking about the stock market crash, even though <laughs> this book is set around that time. But no one's worried about Edith, and Edith is ignoring Bo completely. End of chapter. End of story. Oh, wait. First, they all the girls ask him to the dance, and that's the end of the and It's chapter. really funny. Well, the chapter ends with uh, Edith blocking him in, t- in his car and all these so girls. So that Taylor, like, girl Tyler, 
going to ask Bo, Boy Bella. Anyway, so he says, I'm going to Seattle the weekend of the dance anyway, so I'm not going to go to the dance. Spoiler alert. He, Edith says, let me come with you, baby. Yeah, baby. Next chapter, it is the infamous blood test and bio class chapter. Wow. This time, a lady bio teacher pricks a lady girl's finger. And that is representation. Thank you, Stephanie. And then Bo faints. Pa- passes out. He has a spell that they keep giving it its medical term, which I don't it's, remember was I the thought last it was one. really funny, though. They kept doing it. He goes home early because he almost, you know, died from the sight of blood. And then Edith, the vampire's like, it's really funny how you don't like blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to more details because there's a lot to yeah. there's a lot, a lot to unpack, unpack in that, that moment. Next chapter. Um, it's La Push Friday. The kids are climbing into their Subarus to go to the rocky 50 degree they don't beach. Have Subarus, do they? They have like I thought it was a suburban. It's an S. It's Whatever. An They're in the beach. Um, that's where we meet Jules. Girl Jacob. Girl Jacob. And, you know, she breaks the treaty just like Jacob did. He's like, oh, the Cullens are Classic. vampires. Um, but this time, explicitly, girl Sam, Sam, uh, is there <laughs> with all of her pets. Pals. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. And that's kind of how it ends. Being like, you know are the Cullens Stephanie vampires? already, mm. like, took um, Quileute traditions and... Um, changed them and made them crazy. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it <clears throat> even more insane that she was like, oh, for this reimagination, I'm just going to do it again and flip it. Yeah. She says, I mean, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep all the things that I'm, I'm sure people all the things that are bad and just gender swap it to be even, even probably further from <laughs> even worse. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get into okay, it. Okay. Well, we got a thing to say. I can't believe Edith didn't pick him up. Okay. This was, Let's dive right in. This is pretty funny. I did notice this too, and I thought, I guess that is probably what you would do to blend in, but I wish um, she didn't make that choice. Do you want to expand on what we're talking about? Absolutely. So it's blood test day, baby. Um, Bo faints at the sight of blood. Michaela um, walks him to... I'm going to start... I'm going to radically refuse to, every single time I say someone's name, explain who they are. Yeah. By their old name. At this point, if you're still listening to the podcast, dead names. you probably um, already know the original <laughs> Twilight characters. And also at this point, you're you're sticking with us. We don't have to explain this to you. Right. So, um, Bo faints. Michaela walks him to the nurse. Edith runs up and thinks he's hurt. Um, and then at this point in Twilight, Edward picks Bella up. But Edith... And then Bella's like, oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Everyone's going to know how tiny I am. Uh, <laughs> It was like paragraphs of her being like, everyone's going to know how much, like, I have this big, strong man who takes care of me. How embarrassing. And in this, uh, Bo just, like, leans on her and she supports his whole weight. Yeah, he, like, can't, he's, she's basically dragging him by, like, under the armpits yeah. to the nurse's office. Sort of just, like, basically lifting all of his weight off the ground so that he just skirts along the ground. But wouldn't it have been more fun, Stephanie, to just have her pick him up? It would. She can. I think the idea is either it's like, oh, I want to be inconspicuous because I'm small. It would be crazy if I could pick him up. But also, like, no one's going to be like, you're a superhero. They'll say, oh, you're really strong. That's funny. Yeah. But instead, she's like, I got to be ladylike and drag my hunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hunk reminds me of a note that I wrote in these in these pages. Where I just wrote, Bo is a himbo. Because mm. <laughs> he's tall and lanky and cute. But Edith explicitly says, I like that you're dumb. But you're cute. And so I like that's why I like keeping you around. And he was like, oh my gosh, I guess that is my whole vibe. And I thought, honestly, kind of cute. I um I like these two. Here's the thing. I like them more, uh, I think, but there's no romance. I just think they're funny yeah, together. They're much funnier together than Ella and Ella and Bedward. Ella and Bedward. I th- again it goes back to uh I think because Edward is a boy, mm-hmm. and he's in this power situation. We just already are bringing in a lot of, you know, the negative connotations of what it means to be in high school. And there's a boy who's a million sure. girl. So when we have Edith, even though she is superhuman and super powerful, I'm not afraid uh, at all times that she's going to like hurt him. Instead, she's there's like also toying a way with in him. which, um, so the scene where it's the cafeteria and Edward waves Bella over to sit by him. In this book, Edith 
does the same thing, is sitting alone and with wow. one yes. finger brings him, like, come beckons. hither, beckons him with one finger. Imagine that in high school. You're sitting with your friend and the hottest girl at school sits by herself and waggles him over. And he's just like, I don't know. I'm, I guess I better go check what she needs. Probably help on her homework. <laughs> I fully wrote, this is Carol. <laughs> I was like, who's this hot older lady across the room being like, hey, hey, young man, come visit me. And all his friends are like, whoa, that's a while. And then she spent the whole night being the whole lunch being like, do you like being scared? Do I scare you? Right. And when like she says that, I, I m- believe what she's saying where she's like, I'm a vampire. This is bad, but et cetera, et cetera. But when Edward says it, I think. Ew, gross, horrible. He's really going to hurt her. Meanwhile, I trust e- Edith to, like, <laughs> restrain herself. Um. Okay, let's talk more about uh, the dates, and we'll come back to Blood Day, because there's more things to say. Okay, great. Chronological? Yes, discussion. we love chronological. We live for chronology. Look, I live forwards through time, so. True. In 24-7, I'm living that chronological life. <laughs> That's why we call you Chronos. Chrono, Chris. man. Chris Chrono. Honestly, great superhero name, Chris Crono. Like the regular, I almost said the muggle name. You know, the like. I have no idea what you're even into yet. You know, like when all superheroes have like a regular oh, name. Oh, yeah, they're Clark normal Kent, names, Chris right. Crono. They're Alter Eagle. Chris Crono yeah, Alter Eagle, one. I said. Okay, so I am, I am a bald eagle in normal yeah, times and a more style. I'm yeah. Sam Eagle, and then I turn into Chris. Sam Claw. Sam Claw. Look, Sam Claws on the beach. Mm-mm. I love a fizzy, low-calorie option. By claw. <laughs> okay. On date day, uh, it's funny because now it's girl's choice. The dance is still girl's choice. Yeah. She didn't take that out. So the girls just get to ask him now. Yeah. Originally, you know, all the boys came up to Bella and, and like, we're like, asked Don't her you if she ask was going to ask that. Yeah. <laughs> so now we just got to fall and see all these girls throw themselves at the new kid. Uh, and, and they're all so sad, and he has to constantly keep being like, I know what these girls are up to, but <laughs> everyone needs to chill out. <laughs> I don't know how to tell. He's like trying to be really nice. Yeah, except he gets mean fast. Yeah. Like I, Bella did. <laughs> he gets but, uh, upset because he's like, I've told three of you the same thing, which is I'm going to be out of town. And you just keep asking each other, not believe, believing yeah. that I lied, and then asking me One again. of them even comes up to his car and is like, oh, yeah, I know that you told the other girl that. I just thought maybe you were just trying to blow her off. And he's like, no, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I would lie? I also... um. Just, uh, yes. I just was gonna go back to Blood Day. I had something else. There's to say a lot. There. Let's stick. Let's stick around here for a moment. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had a lot to share. Here's huh? what's not working for me. Okay. Boy, Jessica, not working for me. Jeremy sucks. Jeremy won. Jeremy, he's won. so boring. He's annoying. He's got a crush on Michaela. Like, Jessica has a crush yeah. on Mike, but it's, like, creepy because it's a guy. Yeah, now this guy's, like, really trying to get into this girl's pants. And, like, follows her around. Yeah. So, Michaela wants Bo, but Bo doesn't want Michaela. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jeremy wants Michaela and keeps, like, stepping in and Bo keeps being like, I don't know, you can have her. She's not mine. Yeah. Even though, funny, later chapters, everyone keeps being like, Michaela is, like, your girlfriend, right? And he's like, over and Bo's over. Bo's like, no, she's like, not. No! <laughs> Which is kind of fun. We've all yeah. been there. Oh, well. well, I guess you're not a really cute stud. What I'm saying is I am Bo. I have been saying that from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. Chris, you're going to like Bo because he's a tall, lanky. I finally nice see boy. myself in literature. Finally. Um, I do like Bo. And Bo's, I see myself as Edith. As the Edith. The hot, hot press. press. Um, I like Bo's friend who he likes. I can't remember the, the old character's name. Who's like quiet and doesn't ask anything and just like sits near him. Sure. Eric. Uh, yeah. No, that's someone else. Like yeah, I can't remember. Erica is one of the girls who asks him. Oh, remember her dad is at the wedding. Yeah, it, it, Angela. <laughs> Angela. Angela is the old Alex, character's maybe? name. Maybe Alex. Um, I Andrew like because he's just like, oh, finally, there's someone here who's not constantly talking about who's kissing who. <laughs> That's gonna be my new friend at the school. Yeah, and I, uh, I gravitated towards that energy. <laughs> sure. Also, um, no one's saving him in PE. 
You know oh, how all, yeah. all the boys saved Bella in PE? No one's No, they're letting him fend for himself. Is, am I playing different sports? He played volleyball than basketball. I don't remember Bella ever playing basketball. I think they basketball. played volleyball and basketball. I remember reading it and thought, I'm not going to check this is different, but that would be funny if she changed it. <laughs> Just changed the second volleyball. She, okay, somebody in the intro kept saying she didn't change that much. But I feel like there's a lot here that is sort of subtly changed. Yeah, throughout. if we... Not nothing major. It's all stupid changes. Yeah. But I think, where'd you come up with these percentages at the beginning? Because you're like, only 5% is different because they're a boy and a girl. When I'm like, every change is because of that. Yeah, there's no change so far. Well, there's one change, which we'll get to when I talk about what I can't stop thinking about okay. that is not solely based on gender, but everything else totally is. Yeah. Not picking him up. Uh, the girl's choice part of the dance. The it changes choice. so much of that chapter. Like, why wouldn't she just change it and make it a regular uh, dance and have the girls ask? Exactly. It would have... Yeah, 100%. that would have the same connotation. Yeah. Instead, she's like, "Well, nothing changes," so she's changing the connotation of things instead of the actual thing to keep the connotations. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, a little. Like if yeah. she changed it to a regular dance, then the girls would then probably be like, "Hey, are you going to? The are dance you gonna? Room? Are you gonna go to the dance? Are you gonna ask anyone? Right. Blah blah blah." So instead, it changes. here they're just. It makes the taboo. Oh, the girls are asking when they're not supposed to. And that's what the thing in Twilight was, is the boys were asking when they weren't supposed to. Right. And so Which instead made it of... even more annoying. Right. Instead of changing literal things and keeping the, like, figurative sort of thematic right. things the same... You'd imagine she'd want to keep her story in the thing that she was trying to get across of the story. She'd want to keep it the same in this version. Right. Instead, she kept plot points and changed... Reve- further revealing that I don't even know if she fully knows what her story's doing. Yeah. Which, honestly, again, this is a great lesson in sometimes the work li- it lives outside of the author once As it's out there. it's not inappropriate for a, a teenage boy to pick up a teenage girl and carry to her to the nurse's office. But everyone expects it of, him, of Edward. He's it so tall and It is inappropriate. Yeah. So it would be just as inappropriate, a little more surprising. And funny in this context yeah. for a teenage girl to pick up this gangly teenage boy who fainted. Yeah. I guess she's shorter than him. She can still pick him up. No, I know. But I think, you know, if she's trying to be inconspicuous. I think she. he said that she's like maybe barely shorter. Yeah. I don't know how tall he is, but he's I think he's apparently tall. Yeah, I think he's tall and he was like. He might be like six feet tall. And the other people were like, the other colons were taller than him, and that's saying something, or something like that. Huh. Or barely shorter, and that's saying something. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about Blood Day? I mean, yeah. My biggest Thank takeaway God. from Blood Day is, this is the one where the teacher says, <laughs> she comes in and she's like, okay, there's a blood drive happening next week. You twerp this time, better know your blood type, so I'm making you all do it. This time, <laughs> she said, in Port Angeles next week. Did she say that in Twilight? Maybe. Because that's so far. Yeah, it's like an hour away. It's an hour away. Surely there's a blood drive in warehouses and gangs. <laughs> Again, because Port Angeles, according to Stephanie Meyer, it's like it's a trash town. It's like a night. It's like a cyberpunk. It's like the mob. The mob. The like mob in Chicago, but it's just the docks. <laughs> it's just the docks. <laughs> And instead of a Chicago PD, exactly constantly. Um, and again, this teacher is just as irresponsible with you know these students' medical privacy. The fact that these students, she didn't warn anybody. She walks in, puts a box down, grabs a girl's hand, pricks its finger, puts it on the thing, goes, "Okay, everyone, do this yourselves, you twerps." And then, and then she's shocked when a couple kids, uh, I guess, like passed out or whatever. I think she needs to report it to the authorities. Reported. Reported. Reported to the principal. Yeah, she needs to report. She needs to report herself. Mr. please report to the attendance office. Attendance office? is waiting for you. Miss Piggy's. This, okay. Let me tell you. Gonzo, please report to the attendance office. Do a Gonzo impression? I can't. Uh, um, I can't either. I think we've already talked. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I think we already talked about Twilight, but with Muppets. And again, I still think it's a fun idea. By that I mean Muppets should do everything that is possible yeah. for them to do. Yeah. And this would be really funny. And all the 
all the vampires are Miss Piggy and Kermit. Oh, this is really funny. Miss Piggy's Edith and Kermit is Bo. Bo. That, this is the perfect. Uh, you should adopt this, not the original Twilight. No. Because this is good. Because Miss Piggy can't be Bella. No. She would have to be Edward. Or, or she is or Bella. Rosalie. She'd have to be Bella when she's like at her like angriest and most like stand up <laughs> sure. for herselfish, but constantly. Pretty good. Um, so to me, the biggest change in blood blood test day was the addition of you mentioned it briefly, the the medical terminology as jokes. It was constant. I didn't hate it. I because just, I was like, finally, this is like something funny. It's not Bella saying my mom's half albino or whatever. This is that like, was remember <laughs> this. Remember, and she was upset when someone didn't laugh when the new girl said I'm half albino, and they're like, you fucking, <laughs> I don't know, man, maybe. Um, but this is like at least an attempt at a real okay. joke. And I find Edith very charming in these moments sure. where Bo says something so stupid and she just keeps she sort of like, throwing yes, it back it. at him. I do see what you mean now. It's not haha funny, but I do appreciate that Stephanie finally said, oh, here's like a through line. Mm-hmm. Here's like a game we can play where our characters say like the medical term for fainting spell over and over. And at least it's like a consistent, you know, I'm going to pull it up so that we can catch the readers up. Sure. Here. Um, but I guess at least she tries something because there's really no humor except for like, I guess you're going to kill me. Ha ha. <laughs> and like, that's funny. Yes. I have another thing to say, but I'll come back to it. Remind me to, hey, podcast. Yeah. Everybody. Listeners write rem- in. Everybody remind me to talk about the Jessica Jeremy dilemma. The Jessica Jeremy dilemma. I gave it that name. This is, like a, this is like a, a, a YouTube video you're about to do. Yes. Um, if anyone's on TikTok and knows the woman who talks about Twilight every day, um, can you connect her to us? This is just a call to the universe because let me tell you, uh, I have not seen this person. Oh, we need to get her on slash. We need to get on her TikTok or we should start TikTok. Is what I'm learning because basically she just po- po- points out the things that we point out. So here we go. It's really funny. Uh, Edith just ran up to Michaela and Bo. She says, ha ha, you fainted the sight of blood, not even your own blood, ha ha ha. And Bo says, oof, I forgot that it, this word is hard to say. Um, I have a weak vasivical system. I think we decided it's vasovagal. Oh, mine bagel. sounds better, but yours might be right. Mm. Um, it's <laughs> Listeners n- right in. It's neurally med- oh, mediated. God. <laughs> Guys, oh, it's cut off the middle of the line. So I started saying medi, like medical, and then it's aided. So it's mediated syncope. So he basically says uh, this word, vasivagal or vasovagal. Here we go. Here we go. I'm playing it up. <laughs> There's no sound. There's no sound? <laughs> There's no sound that came out. Okay, any anyone who's listening and is a doctor or nurse, please uh, send us in an audio clip, please. Thank you. Or maybe it's visovigal? <laughs> that can be it. Visovigal. Or it's vasovagal. I think it's vasovagal. Okay, I have a weak vasovagal system. It's a neurally mediated syncope. He says this. She laughs. And then later she drags him into the nurse's office and the nurse is like, oh my. And she says, he's having neurally mediated syncope. And then they keep going, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Basovagal. 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 Welcome to the show. My favorite queen, Basovagal. I'm going to name my dog Vasovagal. Call him Vaso. Or, or like if you were like um, some Scott If you are like a nurse and you would name your dog Vasovagal. Sure. Um, or and is then that anyway, like he a- bring, she brings it up a few more times. When he's like, I can go home. She's like, well, I, he's like, I'm not hurt. And she says, well, I hate to break it to you, but you have, you have mediated syncope. syncope or whatever. And I thought, okay, they're trying it. Yeah. Um, the, we did have the classic moment here, or maybe earlier, where um, she's driving him home, and he gets in the car, and he's like, oh, is that Claire de Lune? <laughs> to, like, show off to her? You're a Debussy fan? 
And he's like, not really. Just my mom plays them and I have my favorites. As if it's not one of the most recognized pieces of classical music ever. Sure. But I'm, I, I guess, glad Twilight introduced it to some people. Um, Chris, if you played me three bits of classical music, and I, I would not be able to tell you. Which one is okay, called. do you want to take a break real fast, and we're gonna play this game? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Classical Music Hour with Chris, and we're here with our special guest. She's running for office in Alaska for mayor of, um. Timber, Alaska. It's uh, Maggie. Hi there. Um, I just, well, we're here to try to prove to big city folk that people from Alaska don't know classical music. <laughs> I'm the right person to do that job. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going to play some songs and see if you know them. I'm just, I have to name all of them or I just have to name which one's Claire de Lune? Well, none of them are Claire de Lune. Is that a trick? No. Well, maybe it could be. This Moonlight Sonata. Wow. She did it. Oh, phew. This one I know how to play on piano. That's pretty good. Here we go. Okay. I hope an ad plays. Maggie's making a disgusted face. (laughs) Song from Psycho when he stabs the lady in the shower? Lady in the shower, different. Okay, okay. Maybe you'll maybe you'll get it when when uh, the lo- orchestra comes in. Well, uh, a soloist is gonna really oh. show off in a moment here. Light of the bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> that's Vivaldi. Uh, sure, that's Winter. Winter by Vivaldi. You know, that's you know. Uh, I know about fall. The Jaws theme? Close. (laughs) Is this part of the planets? Similar. Oh, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) What is funny is that uh, it's Dvorak. It's... uh... Symphony number nine. Oh, sure. Nine. Yes, it does sound exactly like Jaws because it is just Jaws. And it also <laughs> kind of sounds like, um, uh, what's his name who did uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah. A little bit of that in there. Dan. Dan. No. <laughs> um, well, turns out we got one. You got Moonlight. Yeah, thanks. Pretty I good. thought you were going to quiz me on which one is Claire de Lune. Oh. That was when we said when we went on break. No, I said I'm not going to do Claire de Lune because you know Claire de Lune. No, I said, Chris, if you played me three classical songs, I wouldn't know which one is Claire de Lune. And you said, do you want to do that when we come back for break? Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. let's gonna, take a break. I'm going to give you a couple more. Okay, okay. <laughs> couple more. Quick break and we'll be okay, right back. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Classical Music Hour. And again, I'm Chris. I'm here. Uh, just pouring myself a big old glass of wine to interview mayoral candidate Maggie once again. Our listeners Hi called there. in and said they were confused by our last segment, Holy. And um, we're, we're a public. The last segment was called Holy? It was called Holy. I can't. We're, well, we're, pu- we're public I'm, access radio okay. station, so we're beholden to the public. Okay. So now we must continue our game. And now you have to guess which one of these is Claire de Lune. And is this segment called Moly? No, this one's called Which One's Claire de Lune? Okay. Parenthetically, Claire de Who? Claire de Who? Is it this one? This is not Claire de Lune. No, this is Bach. Yeah, this is definitely Bach. Slash. Bach. Slash. Dracula. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So you did that. Are you just going to play Bella's theme next? Because um, it would be hard to d- tell the difference between it and Claire de Lune. It would. This is Claire de Lune. This is famous, famous Claire de Lune, but the next could one could also, also be, be Claire de Lune. Okay. Now get ready for the music to begin. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. 
dance with me this moment is my destiny so this is a song that chris knew none of the words to and i have footage of him just sort of moving his mouth to it i don't know that that's beethoven i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) oh a modern classic beethoven in bill and ted excuse me mozart i don't know what you mean you know, in Bill and Ted, they go back and get him, and then he plays the synthesizer and stuff. Oh. Synthesizer? <laughs> Hardly know her. Synth inside her? One second. So the Jessica. <laughs> Chris, pull your pants up and get back to the table. Oh, sorry, my, <laughs> my glass penis <laughs> hit the bowl. <laughs> Just like Edwards. Just like Edwards. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> at this point, is this worth downloading? Guys, how is Leave Bo- me an iTunes review. Bo? We've reached the point of. Stick himself inside a tiny marble hole that doesn't grow to. It doesn't expand. Okay, do you want to post? Do you want to finally post to our Instagram? And it's going to be a, like a, a, a man stuck in a cave. Trapped in a cave, you know, like a little hole, yeah. and just be like Bo in. No, that is nasty. Well, the, Jer- oh. the Jeremy <laughs> Jessica dilemma is this. Okay, Jessica is the fun friend who gets all the gossip and is like a little mad that she's with Edward because she wants the dish so bad. Yeah, because she's like a fun gossip, but mostly harmless, and she's kind of ditzy and and fun. has a crush on Mike, and it's fine. she's ditzy, but also she is valedictorian. Don't forget, she gives right. the greatest speech of all time. Right, and um. <clears throat> Jeremy is like he, because Stephanie refuses to write him like ditzy and gossipy instead he's like paranoid and like um suspicious and like territorial yeah so like that comes across in his crush on Michaela which we touched on earlier but it also comes across when he asks Bo for the gossip I don't, I don't really remember this in that he's detail. like what did Edith want what did she want with you? What do you mean? Oh, What's yeah, going yeah. on? Instead of being, instead of it being like the Michaela because she has a crush, right? Yeah, it's you should have just made Jeremy like TMZ gay and just make just, them all gay. Just make Stephanie. them all gay, Stephanie. Number one. <laughs> Don't forget that by making them so straight in this one, in a way, we're confirming that they were gay in the yes. last one. And that is logic that I'm going to carry through by, uh, the rest of this episode. Kind of even in the first book, we saw this. The, the efforts to to reinforce norms and like boxes to put everyone in Mm -hmm. it just shows us how uh, absurd it all is and why they should all just be making out with whoever they want absolutely um there's a there's a character here corn husk hair girl is now corn husk hair boy except bo he just has greasy slicked back hair yeah bo doesn't really comment about him as much he instead is just like a jockey boy who like makes fun of Bo in the background of scenes. He like pretends to choke and he pass keeps out. calling her, calling him Beaufort to annoy him. And he like bugs Michaela about it. Yeah, he's like he's not- like, what's he doing here? And Michaela is like, he's my friend, so back off. Yeah, it really turned a uh, uh, cornhouse hair girl a highlight for early in this pod. Wow, to nothing. So he's been anyway, reduced. cornhusk hair girl, two thumbs up. Cornhusk hair boy? Slick hair back boy? Two thumbs down. But you know what? Two thumbs up. I do give two. We go back to the beach. Bo still. Tide pools. Tide pools. Tide pools. pools. Again, something inherently not straight about just looking into a tide pool and thinking. And he was so disappointed when everyone else started walking back. Yeah. He was like, wow, I really wish I could spend more time looking at this tide pool. But the same exact paragraph, fans of the pod will remember when I read out a long, insane paragraph about tide pools that Stephanie wrote. I think if you submitted that as a college essay, you might get into like Stanford. Yeah. That paragraph, because yeah. it's the, the best writing a high schooler could do. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Stephanie, it turns out, loved that paragraph so much. She didn't, didn't change a goddamn word Word for of word, it. she copy-pasted. It is in this book, uh, which goes to her point of... 12% of the book being changed because Bo is less flowery in his language. She missed that absolutely here. nonsense. Yeah, she did not do that here. Um, but nothing else really different happens at the beach this time. We still, you know, the werewolf tells the vampire crush. The werewolf tells the vampire crush. Hey, the Cullens are vampires. 
Sure. And Bo was like, I guess that's more realistic than my other idea, which was Spider-Man or Superman. Yeah. Um, Bo did drag just like Bella did mm-hmm. Um, in that he's like, how did Edith, how does Edith do it? She smiles and bats her eyelashes. <laughs> and he's like, I guess I'll do that with this 13 year old. <laughs> Absolute mania. Jules, um, just as charming as Jacob seems in these sure. and, fun loving and, and cool. Much and gay. Yeah, super She's gay. like, oh yeah, me and my mom are just fixing up these old trucks and then I'm going to get out of this town. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. Yeah. I did not appreciate how she introduces Julie to Paragraphs Later, Jules. We were given a nickname. Yes. And I thought, I think that's why supposed that? to force in that people really like that Bella calls Jacob Jake. Uh which I don't care about. I that guess much. it's supposed to be like, oh, they kind of they, but they didn't even know each other as kids because Bo forgets and had to be reminded because yeah, of like, which was also weird. They're the same that age. doesn't happen in Twilight. I think I don't think so either. This is he, a weird thing where he's she, like, oh, would I remember you? I guess I should remember you. And she's like, no, you just know my older brothers, but they're gone. They live in Hawaii now. Yeah, they're a little bit different in age. Like he's what a freshman or whatever, and Bo. Yeah, like he a said junior. she must be like fourteen years old. Yeah. So like three years, but remember, Looks in dog 20 years, yeah, or whatever they agree up on yeah. in the books. Nothing that exciting. I, I kind of am inter- interested to see what she, what Stephanie does with her. But then again, barely in the book originally. I'm, so like, but uh, something has to happen because again, we mentioned this last time. Spoiler: We're pretty sure Bo gets turned into a vampire by the end, which would be some treaty stuff. Would be some treaty stuff. So I'm wondering uh, what the implications. Do. Yeah, if or do we not even get there and he becomes a werewolf in the book end? Uh, oh, twist! Becomes a vampire in the book to say it. It could. So that's the question. It's gonna I be like it's gonna be eyes would, come open the red book shut. Doubt it. I think um, Stephanie doesn't make choices. Like well, oh, she makes choices. Capital C choices. <laughs> I just um, I wonder if would be worth it. But is any of it? Speaking of worth it, let's, let's, take, let's talk about the things that are most worth it in our segment. We like to call can't stop thinking about Chris. Yeah, Chris. Oh, we're going right into it. No moment for me to prep. You want to prep? Not really. Buddy? No, I'm good. Chris. Yeah. Chris. What? Chris, I cannot. Chris, I cannot stop thinking about the fact that Archie does not carry the truck through Fort. This was a huge disappointment to me. And I assume our fans hearing this now. I know we're going to say, what do you mean, Maggie? Edith drives Bo home after Blood Day. And he gets out of the car and promises that her brother, Archie, who has a future powers seeing. We don't know that yet, but I'm just trying to clarify who it is. But I'm staying with my radical stance to not name it. Well, you've said that and then you continue to do the thing. And then now you're coming back to this radical stance. So So I guess if you stay for nothing, you'll fall for anything. (laughs) Quote, <laughs> if you Katie shoot Perry. for the moon, you'll land among the stars. Tobo gets out of the car and is like, oh, shit, I forgot to give you my keys. And he goes into his pocket and tries to pull out his keys. But his pocket is empty. The keys were already taken. Pickpocketed by that little sneaky. <laughs> yes. Which harkens back to one of my favorite moments of Twilight, which is that Alice doesn't have the keys and therefore uh one can only assume carries Carries. the truck above her head through forks washington and then drops it gently quietly quietly uh and bo still doesn't hear it so it's still possible that she like takes it to the end of the block and then carries the truck into the driveway yeah the fact that this was added into this edition of twilight like the gayness confirms that alice did not have the keys yep Yep. Because Stephanie apparently would have written that Alice had the keys, yeah. which means Alice didn't have the keys and she carried the truck all the way home. Confirmed. So, Fan theory confirmed. baby, Alice carries trucks. Lock it in. Final answer. A okay. million dollars? Oh. What? I opened the box. Oh, you chose a $1 briefcase. How- That's good. No, Howie Mendel's laughing at you. The final oh. one that you chose to reveal the end, uh. the very end. Yeah. And oh. Howie, your whole family's He's there. He's not laughing. They're Alice disappointed. Alice the truck. No. They're shaking Alice their heads. the truck. Oh, no, your mom's there. Stop. She's Alice ripping the will the off right How in front dare of you. you. Oh, my God. Howie wouldn't do this to me. Howie, pull your hand away. I know it says a million. I hate to say it, but I think Howie Mandel probably thinks that the 
that COVID's a hoax. No, he's a germaphobe. Oh. He probably takes it really seriously. He keeps that head clean. He's like a famous germaphobe. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. In that case, he might be the only celebrity who should have been speaking out more. <laughs> okay, you're up. I, I just got to warn the audience and also you that sometimes my audio is doing this weird thing where it dips below what could possibly be sound. As if I disappear or make or like a black hole. You're yeah, like sucking I go, up. Well, sometimes on this podcast, Maggie. Hey, I'm listener. Suck the energy you you kind of you kind of talk over me or interrupt me when I'm in the middle of what one of our how dare you say bits. that? <laughs> and it kind of feels like unsound. Um, here's yeah. my sound. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't interrupt <laughs> that one. Uh, so this is also car related. On the way home, and that on that famous car ride. Mm-hmm. Bo and Edith are talking. Edith is asking questions of him. She asked him about like her uh, Bo's mom, and then oh. and then um, is this when he says, he says her butterscotch eyes studied me curiously while I answered. She's driving. Yeah, she doesn't have the to en- look at the. Road. I know you're trying to be inconspicuous the entire time. She's staring at him in the eyes while driving instead of looking at the road. I thought. That's insane. Butterscotch is a funny replacement for ochre. Um, yeah. We have not seen ochre. No. Ochre she removed, removed ochre. Another thing that uh, clearly she said, okay, I should have removed this scholastic book fair <laughs> word. Um, But I w- thought you were going to say that you couldn't stop thinking about the fact that Bo said that his mom is his best friend. That, that was, was so cute. The relationship sad. between um, Bo and his mom might be the exact same as Bella, yeah. but it seemed nicer. It does seem nicer. There's a way in which Bella is so angrier. Dismissive and like mad that yeah. her mom was not a great mom. And Bo's just like, I just want to make sure she's okay. Yeah. And <laughs> he is kind of like, yeah, I kind of wish she wasn't dating this minor league baseball player and like abandoned me. But yeah, also like she can't raise something me. Something about their relationship I really buy in a way that Stephanie never got me all the way to buy what Bella was selling with her mom. Yeah. Like I, it just seemed like she was full, flat out annoyed with her, and there was like no love there lost was no love. between them. And with Bo, it's like it's complicated, but I love her so much. Meanwhile, Bo and his dad have nothing to talk about. Nothing. <laughs> it's kind of flipped. Yeah, which it is. says something about parenthood thing. an idea of what parents do. Chris, um, okay, great. my last thing that I can't stop thinking uh-huh. about, which I forgot to bring up in the main discussion, is we can talk about this next time, I suppose. Okay. Is I believe that Edith has much more like a magical, supernatural, like alluring Ability charm, to control people. Especially Bo. Whereas like before I felt like Bella was just uh, infatuated and attracted to Edward. And this one, I think Bo is being like manipulated to fall in love. Is it because I don't, and I'm expecting a woman vampire in a book to trick Probably. Possibly. I don't it feels see that, different. I don't see that he is being hypnotized, but, but the way that she's like flirting and stuff feels more magical. There's a way in which um the sort of ability to glamour people. Oh, it's more explicit in here for sure with the is other definitely people. Definitely more specific. She like is more of like a manipulator explicitly. I think Although that, Edward does, did that. Yeah, I think that it's just um there's a there's like a he, she has a sort of spell over him. Mm. In the way that, like, you don't expect boys to be talking about falling for someone. Whereas with Edward, he was just, like, openly manipulating. And we were just like, that's annoying because everything's here in black and white that he's manipulating her. And she just sort of is aloof. And he's like, why am I falling for someone so fast? I'm a boy. I'm a boy. I had a lot of fun this episode. Well, this was a good one. I'm, I'm glad we got a little mini episode of that NPR show. Yeah, that was crazy. That was odd. I, I felt like I lived a whole other life. Yeah, I think our wires got crossed and we started picking up, you know, radio waves. From Alaska. From Alaska. I have high-powered yeah. tech. Well, everybody, that's been an episode <laughs> of the pod. This was so fun. Oh, we did the thing, the black hole thing again. Well. I just want to say, here are some things I'm excited about for next week. Okay. Uh, one, will it be Lebo Italian? Two, why are we going to Port Angeles? Because it's not going to be shopping for dresses. I think it's just going to be more books. Three, uh, how does um, Bo, who follows Bo? Yeah. Uh, the whole, that whole chapter is very gendered. How is Edith going to come? Like, what's it going to be like? Oh. No. How? Well. And then another thing I'm excited about is will Edith put Bo on her back to run through a hike on the woods? Wow, the woods? that's good. Or is she gonna like um that's the only way. I was gonna it's say I was way. gonna say like wheelbarrow. 
like hold his ankles and he's gonna like run real fast. He'll die. The He'll the ground. <laughs> Straight to just, the center of the earth. Yeah. Drill. Um. So that and also, will she like hop around the trees saying, "I could kill you. I could kill you this way. I could kill and you this throws way." Throws a tree on a rock. I. These are the things I can't wait to see how we handle. I can't believe anyone would read beyond the first book of twilight or this because it only gets worse and it's really funny these chapters <laughs> here's what you should read to twilight the one where they're in the woods revealing that they're a vampire and then the honeymoon chapter where they're having vampire sex for the first time sure these are the two things you need to read and you'll understand Twilight. do you think she'll take the thing from the uh, movie and put them in the woods spider for that monkey? conversation spider monkey <gasps> no for the for the say it out loud vampire uh, or you think we'll be in the car probably the car i think so she's too lazy to rearrange things yeah Anyway, I there's a lot to look forward to with this yeah. book. I like ending with what how are we gonna do with how this? How are we? Um rearrange some words to leave an iTunes review. Oh yeah, Five rearrange only, some please. of Stephanie's words. Just uh, pick, any pick any few. Just say like vampire sparkling really good radio. Yeah. So and the back blurb of this book is there are two sides to every story. You could just say there are two sides to every story, Maggie's and Chris's. And yeah, Chris's great review. And Chris's was right. And Maggie is always right. Well, you get to choose. Leave your vote. Um, do you guys want merch? Should we make uh, no. merch? <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram if you really want to. Guys, it's- do do you think we should get a Patreon? I was earlier in this episode about midway through. Before I'm gonna have to say you interrupted me. I was gonna say, have we reached the point of the podcast where it becomes Oh, it's just two people talking incessantly. <laughs> Let us know if we should do a Patreon I feel like to we, hear us talk I feel more. like there's a bell curve. Right in the middle, we had a peak of professionalism, editing, and concision, and now we've entered <laughs> full mania. I don't know. We talked about the book a lot this time, and we did almost no voices. I can't say none because I definitely did a, a, gon- a really tight a Gonzo A really good impression. Gonzo. Can you do one more rocking chair on a patio to take us out? <clears throat> <clears throat> It's kind of like the door in Stardew Valley. Thank Pretty you. Good. Let me try again. Okay. I don't think the mic's going to pick any of this up. It's there. I see it. Bye. Bye. I see you. I see you. I thought the same thing. Wow. But I was thinking Wait, same words. Same words. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Helicopter. Oh, uh, no, I'm doing random words. (laughs) It's not fun if we try.